0: With Hashem's assistance, we're learning Gittin Da'af Samech Vav, page 66. we we'll begin on the bottom of Samechei Mubez, page 65B. Geniva Yotzeve Kohler Hava, Geniva was being taken out in chains to be killed, Ki on his way out. Omar, he said, Havu arame azuzi l'Rabbi Avino. Give 400 zuz to Rabbi Avino. Mechamar da Nahar Panya from my one, which is in Nahar Panya. Omar Rebbe Zeir, Rebbe said, Dora Ravbi Avino l'sulte, Rabbi Avina should take his basket, meaning of food, because he's going on a journey, and he should go in front of his Rebbe Ravuna. The because Ravuna has said, The get, the divorce document of a person who's about to die is similar to the present that he gives. Tantoi Im just like in regards to to a gift that a person gives who thinks he's about to die. If he gets up and he does not die in fact, so he can go back on this gift that he's given. So too, in regards to the divorce document, there's an implicit condition that he's only giving it because he thinks he's going to die. But if he comes back and he doesn't die, so therefore he has the ability to back out, so to speak, of the get. It can be l'mafriya. Retroactively, it will be undone. Uma And just like in regards to a divorce document, even though he didn't say explicitly, since it, all he did was say to write it, and he didn't say to give it. Nevertheless, we give it. So too, in regards to some kind of present, if he says something explicitly, but he leaves out something, which is if he said, give it over to him, even though he didn't say to, to do some kind of acquisition, some kind of act of acquisition, nevertheless, it in fact works, and it's considered that it's, it's given over to him, or we do give it over to him. Mas Kifla Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba asked the following question, and basically the question its going to be phrased in a few different possible ways, but his question is, how can you say that indeed we compare Matana, a gift of a person who's about to die, to someone who's giving a get, a divorce document. So in the first version of Rabbi Abba, he says like this, I'ma matana misa. If it's true that we compare them so, a Matana, a gift, so you could be giving that gift even after the guy dies, So according to this we're going to say that they're the same in all regards so you should be able to give a divorce document even after he's died and that's not true the one says wait how can you even compare a gift it makes sense it exists after death meaning that the object itself it makes sense to give it over or it, or it itself exists and therefore it can be given over but can you have a divorce document after death by definition there's no such thing as a get you can't have a divorce document if the guy's dead already she's no longer married to him but rather Rabbi Abba this is his question that in this case of Geneva going out to be taken to be killed so when he gave over this 400 zoos worth of wine or 400 zoos from the wine so it's considered a gift of somebody who's about to die and he didn't give it all of his possessions, he hasn't given over. So therefore, the uman bemixes by a And when you have such a gift by someone who's on his deathbed, so you need some kind of acquisition to be made. Because Rashi explains, because when a person is giving over only part of his possessions, that means that he thinks in his head that he's going to keep some stuff for him for later. When he thinks inside of his head that he may indeed survive. So therefore, in order for the kenyan to take place, in order for it to transfer into his possession to his domain, so therefore you need some kind of acquisition, some act of acquisition. Michlal, so what can we deduce to Rav Huna, that in this case, even though he didn't give, give over completely, he still does not require any kind of acquisition. Valkaimelon, how could it be that Rav Huna would hold that The Boya We Everyone agrees that you need some kind of action, some kind of act of acquisition. If the or the person who's about to die has not given over everything. So says, No. It's different in this case because Geneva, he's going out to be killed. He knows that he's going to get killed. It's not like he's just sick and he might get, get better. Most people, when they get taken out to be killed, they get killed. So therefore, you don't need any kind of kin, you don't need any kind of act of acquisition, even though he's not giving over everything. Because he doesn't expect to ever come back and get the rest of his stuff, even so the Gemara says wait we can deduce that according to this if Rabbi Abba was asking a question at all so he must hold that even though the guy knows that he's never going to come back he's, he knows he's for sure going to be a goner he's going to die nevertheless you still require some kind of act of acquisition and, and we know that that's not true we've already established that in a case where somebody knows that he's going to die so even though he's only given over part of his possessions nevertheless you don't need any kind of acquisition rather his question was like this this was the problem because he didn't say that he's giving over the wine he didn't say he's giving over the value of the wine but rather he said the money from the wine and as Rashi explains you can't have money from the wine because money doesn't, is not made from wine so what does he mean? So therefore, that's why Rabbi Amo did not want to say that he should be able to get this money why does he get money the reason that Geniva said that it should take 400 Zuz from the wine the reason he said it specifically that way was to give him extra power and Rashi explains what that means is that Geniva wanted him to be able to collect either from the wine or from the money and this way if let's say they sold the wine and they got the money for it and then the money was lost so then he would still be able to collect from any other wine that was left and and on the other hand, let's say the wine went sour, so he wanted him to be able to collect money. So either way, he would have his Yodai al, al- yoyna, that he would have the upper hand. In general, the halach is going to be when someone says this type of lashan that Keneva used of mechamra from the wine. So it's coming to try to get him to be able to have whatever weight that he needs to be able to collect from. Masnissim will begin the Mishnah. If somebody was thrown inside of a pit, and he said that whoever hears his voice should write a divorce argument for his wife, so where he specifically says his name and his wife's name, so we can write it for him and we give it, even though he didn't say to give it, and even though we don't for sure know who is down there, the Gemara asks, why don't we be concerned? Maybe it's a demon who's, you know, saying this thing from inside of the boar, but actually it's not the person himself. They see that there's a person in there, that it's not a demon. In Hunami Edmu So, the shaden these demons, also have the ability to make themselves look like a person. The Chazulei Babua, you see that he has some kind of shadow. In Hunami the Babua. so the Gemara says, wait, but a demon also has some kind of shadow. The Chazulei Babua De Babua, you see that there's a shadow of a shadow. And therefore, the demons do not have a shadow of a shadow. And I saw in the article it says that um, what it means is when the when the sun comes up in the morning, so there's a long shadow and a short shadow. So one of those shadows is called the actual shadow. One of them is called the shadow of the shadow. So the Gemara says maybe demons also have this shadow of a shadow says, "My son, Yonason, taught me, 'Babuah They have a shadow, babuah They do not. These demons do not have any kind of shadow of a shadow. V'dilmat zarahi. So, how do we know that it's the actual guy? Maybe it's one of the co-wives of this woman, and she wants to make sure that this woman goes and marries someone else and becomes forbidden to her husband. So, Tana we learned in the in the from the yeshiva R' makirin.'" At, the, at a time of danger for example this case where this person looks like he's about to pass away so we go and we write this divorce document even though we don't know for sure that it's the person because we can assume that in fact it is the right person we begin the Mishnah let's say you have a person who's healthy there's nothing wrong with him and he says write get to my wife but he doesn't say to give it he's just trying to fool her he's just trying to bother her my there was a story with a certain healthy person. He said, Write a divorce document for my wife, and he went up on top of the roof and Nafal, and he fell down umes and he died. Well, Amar, Amar Gimliel, says, may may not fall. if he fell of his own accord, get it is a good get because he knew that he was going to jump off the roof since he knew he was going to jump off the roof when he originally gave it and he knew that he was not going to live too much longer, so therefore that's why he was giving this divorce document to his wife, therefore it's a good get, and we can assume despite the fact that he was bari he was healthy, nevertheless he indeed meant to give this divorce document. However, if the reason he fell off of the roof was because the wind came and blew him off, so then we don't have to assume that in fact he meant to give the get, but rather, it's not a good get. My so, the story is a contradiction to the first part of the Mishnah. There's something missing from the Mishnah, and this is how it should read. If the end was approved, what he meant originally, get it's a good get. And here's the story with this healthy person. He said, write a get for my wife. And he went up on top of the roof and he fell down and he died. If he fell of his own accord, then it's a good get because it's clear from the end what he meant originally. However, if the wind came and blew him off, that's not a good get. Ahu Gavra, the Olbe Knesset. There was a certain guy who walked into the base Knesset to the shul. Ashkach makri yanuka He found this guy who was a teacher of children, and this teacher he, he was there with his son. The yasvi that they were sitting there. Viasave There was one other person there as well. Amar he said to them ludvisu. He said he wanted two out of those people to write a divorce document for his wife. V'soif in the end shchiv mikri yanuka. This. The teacher, the teacher of the children, he passed away. So now the question is like this: So there were only three people there, and one of them had passed away. So there was the son of this uh, teacher was left, as well as another person. Does a, does a person go and make a shliach, a messenger, when his father is there? Or would a person not appoint the son? It's just not nice to appoint the son when the father is there. What did he mean? Did he mean to do it or not? Rav Nachman Amar. Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman says that people don't do that. People do not make a son to be a shliach, to be a messenger, if the father is there. Rav Papi amar, Rav Papi says, That a person does indeed make a son even despite the fact that the father is there, he still would make him a messenger. Amar Rav, Rav says, Indeed, a person would make the son a messenger, even the place where his father is. That's the halacha. We begin the Mishnah. Someone says to two people, write, I'm sorry, it doesn't say write, he says, give it over, give over a get to my wife. And he didn't have one. He just, he obviously expects them to write it. We, could, we turn to Sama Chavah 66b. He says to three people, Kiswu get utunul ishti, write a divorce document and give it to my wife. So here he did say, Write it. He said, Write and give it. In both of these cases, so it's written and it's given by those people only. And they can't make a messenger to write it. Let's say he to three people, "Give a get to my wife." So they have the ability. Those three people can go and say to other people to write it. Because they made, because I'm sorry, when the when the guy the bal the husband made them into shluchim into messengers, he actually made them into a court, and therefore they have the ability to appoint someone else to be. The one who's going to write it. That's the words of Rav Meir. And this halacha, he brought it with him, Rabbi Hanina, the man from Ono, he brought it out of the the jail where Rav Kiva was staying. And he said, I have received from Rav Kiva that if someone says to three people, write again for my wife, that they have the ability to be able to tell someone else to go and write it. Because he made them into a court and he didn't say specifically that he needs them to write it. Rabbi says, says, We said to this Shliach, to this person who brought it from Rabbi Kiva, which is Rabbi Khanina, we said to him like this, We also have a Mesorah, a tradition, Even if someone says it to the great court, the high court in Jerusalem, that he should give a get, that they should give a get to his wife, and he doesn't specify that he wants them to write it that they need to learn how to write. They, they can't give it over to someone else, and then give it over. It has to be written by them, even though he didn't specifically say that they should write it. Amar asar, this is a new case. Let's say someone says to 10 people, kiss Utunuget, write and give over a divorce document to my wife. So one out of those 10 people writes it and two of them sign it. He says, all of you, I want you to write it. So one of them writes it, and the rest of them sign it, or all of them sign it, therefore, If one of them passes away before he has a chance to actually sign it, so the divorce document is null and void, it can't be done, it can't be completed. Gemara, would begin. Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba Rabbi Bar Abba said the following, They sent from the yeshiva of Rav, the following question to Shmuel, denu Rabbeinu, please teach us our master, Amr Lishnaim, if let's say someone says to two people, Kisvu Utenu Geth, Write and give a get to my wife. And instead of them actually writing it, they went and they said to a scribe, and he wrote it, and they signed it. Mahu? What's the law going to be? Shalachlahu, so Shmuel responded and said like this If someone got married with such a thing, meaning someone took that get and she went and she remarried, so she should get out of that relationship with the second man. And uh, we need to evaluate this matter, what the halacha is in regard to such a get. Meaning it's not a simple matter, needs evaluation. What does it mean precisely that it needs evaluation? What's the and what's the What are the sides, the different possibilities? If the issue has to do with the fact that how could these two people go and appoint a point of scribe to do something that they have to do, this is not a regular type of shlich. It's usually a shliach. In order for a messenger to be able to make another messenger, he has to have an object to give over to the other person. But if this messenger, he has a job to do, you can't give over a job. You can't give over words. You have to do it yourself. So if that's the issue, whether or not you have the ability to give over words... Let's read that again. His issue is whether or not you have the ability to give over these words. But Omar Shmuel, Shmuel says explicitly, Amar Rebbe in the name of Rebbe, Halacha is like Rebbe said that you cannot give over words to a messenger, meaning once you're a messenger to do a certain thing and you don't have an object that you're supposed to bring, let's say, but you have a task to accomplish, so you can't give over that task to someone else because that's just words. So that can't be the issue here. That can't be the reason why he's saying that you can't say it over to someone else. It must be that this is the question. this is the, the the Baal, the husband said to the two shluchim, to these two messengers to write it. The question is, what does he mean? Does he mean that they have to write it themselves the whole entire thing? Or does it mean that he just wants them to sign it themselves? So, nothing more says, wait, we can answer that question very easily from the Mishnah. It says there, someone says to two people, give a divorce document to my wife, or it says to three people, Kiss, write a document and give it over to my wife. So, what does it say over there? These guys have to write it and give it over. What do you see? You see that only they can do it and no one else can. So, that proves the answer to this question. So the Gemara says, wait, This question we can ask in the Mishnah itself. What does it mean when he says that they should write it in the Mishnah? Does he mean that they need to write the actual document itself? Or does he mean that it's enough for them to sign it? So the Gemara says, wait, it's obvious from the continuation of the Mishnah that what we're talking about here is the actual document itself and not just the signatures at the end. The Katani says in the end, Ammar Rabiyosi, says, No mean we said to this this Shliach to this messenger, meaning Rabbi Khanina who brought the halacha out from Rabbi Kiva who was in jail. and we also have a tradition, to new even if someone says to the great court in Jerusalem write a divorce document for my wife, that they have to learn how to write it and to give it over, and give it to her. So, if we're talking about the actual writing of the scroll itself, and not just the signatures, we understand. Shop here. It's very good. Who, If we're talking about signatures, is there anybody, is there any kind of court, or a serious court, that doesn't know how to sign their own names? The says, In, yes, Eka Beidina Chalata, you have a brand new court that haven't perhaps developed their signatures yet, and therefore they haven't yet yet, uh, signed anything, they don't know how to sign per se, or they haven't developed their signature, so they have to do that, they have to be able to do that, that's what it means, but it doesn't per se mean that it has to be that they have to be able to actually write the scroll itself, so there's no proof. Now, the Gemara asks, If it will be true. Now, we said that we have a question whether when he says to write it, he means to actually write the scroll itself or it just means to sign it. So, now, let's say it means that he wants them to write their signatures. And he doesn't mean that he wants them to write the scroll itself. But if they did it through someone else, through some kind of messenger, they hired a scribe to do it, that would be fine. Behold, the shmuel said in the name of Rebbe, that Allah has like, You can't give that over. That's not something that you have the ability to give over. How could these messengers ass- assign someone else to do it? Amri, so we say like this If it would be true that when I say to write it, I mean to actually sign it. So, in regards to the scroll itself, the actual text of the document, it's as if the husband said to them, You, I want you to say to a scribe to write it. And according to this, Rabbi Yaisi would agree that when someone says to someone else that you should say it over to someone else, meaning I didn't say that you should do it. I said that you should tell someone else to do it. So that's something that you can indeed give over to a shliach. You can give over to a messenger and he can assign someone else to do that. Now the Gemara says, wait, Is it true that Rabbi Yaisi agrees in a case where you said to say over, you said to a messenger that he should assign someone else to do it? We learned in the Mishnah, Sav If you have the writing of the of the scribe and you have one witness on it, it's kosher Amir says, what we're talking about here, is where you have two people that signed on it. You have the scribe himself who signed on it, and the other witness who signed on it. He holds that you cannot give over uh, any kind of words, you can't give over a task to a messenger. And if it would be true that Rabbi Yaisi holds that if you say to a messenger, "I assign you to tell someone else to do the job," that it indeed works, we're going to come out with a major problem. Because there will be times when you'll say to two people as follows, onto the top of some chazayim and aleph 67a. Go, I want you to go and tell a scribe, and I want you to have him write it And I want you to tell Ruven and Shimon that they should sign on it Umishun the cipher, and because of the embarrassment of the scribe so they 're going to go and they 're going to have actually the scribe write it along with one of these two witnesses, the cipher with the scribe along with them Ubalay amar and the husband had not said this. Basically, what the Gemara is doing right here, is that we see from the Mishnah that we just brought on the bottom of Samach, Vav, and bees that when a person, you see the signature of the scribe on the bottom, and you see another witness, so we can assume, explains Rashi, that the scribe signed there only because he was told by the husband that he should be signing there. Otherwise we we don't assume otherwise we don't assume that he did it on his own or someone else told him to do it he for sure did it because of the because he had permission that he was supposed to do it and he, the Baal told him to now the problem that comes out of this is that if it's true that we have the ability to say to a messenger i want you to sign someone else to do it so we're gonna have a major problem later on because people are gonna be embarrassed about telling the scribe that he shouldn't that, that someone else is gonna sign they're gonna ask the scribe to sign it and they wasn't told to do it so that we're gonna run into big problems so the Gemara continues even the Omar Mar, since Mar said kosher that it's true that it's okay, but it shouldn't be done Be Israel, it shouldn't be done in the people of Israel. it's not something that's common, and therefore we don't have to be worried about that case. And therefore, if you see a sofer sign on it, if you see a scribe sign on it, you can assume that he was told to do it directly, not th- not because the shliyach, the, shli- the messenger, felt bad. Says, Wait, why, don't we be, why don't we be worried that he said, that the husband said to two people, you tell the scribe to write it, I want you two to sign it. And these two people who were assigned to sign it, so they feel bad about the embarrassment of the scribe, and they allow the scribe to sign along with one of them. And the husband never said to do that, he didn't directly assign that thing. So Amri So we can answer that, no, this case is also a case of, that's okay if it was done already, meaning if, as long as the scribe wrote it and these two witnesses signed on it, it's fine, but it shouldn't be done. We don't allow it to, to happen, usually, and therefore we don't have to be worried about that case. So That's good according to the one who says it's fine, but you shouldn't do it. But there's one who says, we're going to see in the, in the continuation of the Gemara, in the next daily daf. so there's one that says it's okay and you can do it. So we're going to have to run into a problem. Ela Rebiyasi, tarti amar. So Gemara says in the end, it must be that really Rabbi holds that even in the case of Oymer Imru, where the, the person who's sending the messenger says to the messenger, I want you to assign someone else to do it, even in that case, it's called Mili, it's Limims from the Shliach, you can't give over that task to a messenger. And Shmuel holds like Rabbi in a regular case of Mili, in a regular case where I assigned you to do something and now you're going to assign someone else that you can't do that of Mili. And in the case where you said Amir Imru, so even though RBC holds that you, that's also called Mili, but Shmuel will hold that it's not called Mili. And therefore Shmuel can come back to this case where a guy says, I want you two people to write and to, to give over this divorce document to my wife. That in that case, we can Claire, we can have a question whether or not those two people can go and assign a scribe to write it, whether or not their job involved actually signing it alone or also writing it.